So this was an unexpected practice doing free writing, building, building story off of the previous writing two minutes at a go. How did it go? Uh, and what are we gonna do for our next two minute practice? We're gonna find out right now. Welcome to the Two Minute Practice Podcast. Here, the hosts of the Lean Into Art Podcast explore and encourage you to join us in trying all kinds of different creative activities to help us practice things related to making our art, exploring, growing our business practice, and even trying things for a healthy lifestyle. We'll talk about what we practiced recently, things we saw in the community, and then we'll highlight a new idea for us all to practice next. Two minutes is a findable amount of time to try things. I'm Jersey Gross, cartoonist and teaching artist. And I'm Rob Stenzinger, UX designer, interactive maker, and teaching artist. Good to see you, Rob. Hey, good to see you, Jersey. So wow. we, we uh, kicked it off with talking about free writing this time. Jumping mm -hmm, into, that mm -hmm. was what we landed on, was this idea of sort of doing two minutes of writing and then responding to that two minutes of writing with more writing, right? Um, so, hmm. yeah, how, how did this, where did this idea come from? Um, you know, I, I think the example I used in the last episode was this notion of projects often need planning. You can't get to the moon without a plan. But sometimes practice affords us the opportunity to do a thing where we just throw a line down and we respond to that line, right? And I, I, I've done this with students a thousand times where it's like they get stuck because they, they want this thing to be perfect. I'm like, just start throwing some lines down, get that hand moving. And this is right out of Natalie Goldberg. Uh, she talks about keep the hand moving when you're writing. Because um, the act of putting the lines down can, can access that part of our brain that like, gets to the, like, the really interesting creative, what she calls the first thoughts. So I'm anticipating what kind of, it, whether or not we found any first thoughts it, as we were exploring writing. How did it go for you, Rob? <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, I mean, in overall, it, it, I think it went pretty well. I have been uh, practicing free writing for my, my daily blogging. And uh, it's, you know, sometimes I, you know, I have a process of, all of a sudden something I really actually want to talk about comes out in the free writing and that, that sort of fits with what, what I want to blog with. But with this, um, with this practice, um, I, I sort of, I, I launched the same app that I'm doing all my blogging in lately, which is uh Typora. Um, and then just gave myself a section for that session and, and hit a timer and went for it. Uh, and I went, you know, uh, pretty good, right? It's, it's, uh, free writing is, is uncomfortable. And then, and having that timer to stick with it for two minutes, uh, I mean, it kind of feels like just trying to squeeze every drop out of a sponge or something. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. When you say squeeze every drop out of a sponge, is it, is it the urgency of the two minutes or did two minutes feel like an expansive amount of time to write? Well, it's, it's the, I, I think writing with the point of like that, that much openness, right? Like, I guess, I guess I wanted to sort of grab something and start to run with it. Right. And I, and, and, and it's just, um, I'm looking at my free writing. I don't know. Like, like you, you say, you know, like start somewhere. I think where I 
um, where I would, I would react to was, um, I think probably social media was the main, was the main one. I know some of it was just, there's an, there's a thing that's cut stuck in my craw in my, in my mind and my mind craw and it, and I'm like, I, how do I process this? And I'm like, well, I guess I can just, you know, do some free writing and, um, you know, just, I don't know. It was, um, I, th- I don't know. I feel good about the practice of doing that. Um, it, it is only two minutes, but, um, but it's weird. I feel like I go into dark places to be honest. Um, and it's just, I don't want to hang out in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. How I, about, how, how about you? What are some of your reactions to this practice? Well, I've noticed that I've done lots of practices like this in the past, like ages ago, like a decade ago, my wife and I used to do this thing called the 1212 project where we would take random headlines from New York times articles from December 12th editions. And we'd mix them with random objects that we put in a bag, had to pick out of a bag blindfolded. And then we would have six panels and we have to write a comic story, merging those elements in a couple hours. Right. And, the thing I discovered whenever I did it is that like, man, my brain goes to some dark places when I'm really letting my intuition guide me and just trying not to drown while doing this. Um, and I, and I feel like I, I, I feel like that's like part of like accessing the unconscious, right? Like there's a lot of stuff mm. in us that's both light and dark. Right. And mm. we, dis, we, we, we choose what gets expressed or, or we think we do, <laughs> but, but these kind of creative practices are a way to like, let that, that, that dark, mysterious place. When I say dark, I don't mean necessarily evil, right? This is something that I, I, I want to be clear about. Like when I talk with my students, we talk about pointy shapes and characters I'm like, well, pointy shapes mean evil. I'm like, do they, or do they mean dangerous and dynamic, dangerous and dynamic and changing, right? Batman is covered in points. He's not evil, but he's dangerous, right? So I feel like when we talk about like these dark places inside of us, I, I like to use the word mysterious because that darkness could also be telling us something about, you know, pointing towards potential change and growth that we might need to undergo as people in our psyches and whatnot. And like usually the the guardian at the threshold of, of the of the gate of change is usually a pretty scary character. Like this idea, I don't want to get too <laughs> derailed in philosophy, but like there's this idea in Buddhism where when the Buddha comes for you and you're ready, He's beautiful. And if he comes for you and you're not ready, he's a monster, right? And it's all in your perception of what that thing is, right? And like what you're like spiritually ready for. Anyway, so I kind of had that in my mind when I was taking this on. I'm like, I know it's going to be weird. I know that some things are going to come out of me that I didn't expect to see, but that's part of the joy of this practice and being a creative person. Um, And I think if I ran into any difficulties, it came out of the fact that I use the two minute practice timer that you made, which is wonderful oh. because you start by saying two minute practice timer starting in, you know, three, two, one. Now, like, so you give me this moment to like catch my breath and like cleansing breath before I dive in and the, the timer starts. And then you chime in like every 30 seconds, so 30 seconds have passed one minute, 30 seconds remaining. Super helpful because mm. it keeps me knowing what I've got left in terms of my bandwidth. But when I'm trying to like let thoughts come out of me that, that oncoming time crunch, right? Like the, the deadline fast approaching was kind of distracting for me. I had to like, it took a couple times before I got used to it and like, just like didn't listen to it. Mm. Um, so 
is so but you do this for students though all the time right so you're facilitating students and you're like hey <laughs> oh, oh here's, yeah. here's you know you have one minute left all right you know uh, and, and so now you, now you're it, it you're the one being timed <laughs> that's right yeah and and i do when i'm doing it in the classroom I, this is like one of the few times i've ever devilish with my students well and I'll, I'll do the you know like one minute oh i mean 30 seconds you know and they're like hey you know uh, <laughs> anyway <laughs> but but yes it's it, so I mean, I don't, I want, I don't, I don't want anybody to misunderstand me that I was feeling anxious about it. It's just that, like, I noticed the distraction, said, like, yep, yep, that's a distraction. Don't pay any attention to it. It's just there. You're gonna stop when it's over, right? But I also didn't want to just set a timer and have it beep at me after two minutes because then I'm gonna be like, you know, lost in it. And I'll say, bah, <laughs> the time's up. I want. That's one of the reasons why I made that timer actually is because I was using a command line to play, uh, like a, a video game sound, uh, you know, soundtrack mm-hmm. uh, clip. And it would just stop. And I was like, oh, you know, that's that's really abrupt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so it was just a, it was just a minor adjustment I had to make after the first or second practice. Um, now, what I did for mine is I decided that I wasn't going to write about my life or anything happening in the world. I, um, I uh, have a project that I want to do in the next year and a comics project. And so and I've been thinking about it for a long time. Um Astute listeners probably have a guess at what I'm talking about. And uh, so what I did was when I was exercising uh, at the beginning of the this two-week session, I said, I'm just going to, while I'm on my jog, I'm going to image in my head a moment of the story that I, I want to explore. Um, a moment that, like, visually, it's an image that means something to me and what I hope the narrative will reveal itself to be, but we'll see. Um, and I'm just going to write from that moment on as if it was a prose book. So I'm going to do some prose writing about a character in a graphic novel that I want to do. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. It's something I don't usually allow myself time for. So this had a double duty in that it's like partially, you know, research and development for a project. Um, but in a way that I don't normally do. So, uh, and that's, there's, um, something that I really love out of, um, it remind you that practice that you you know, choosing to essentially do story development in a prose way, even though you're doing a comic. It's like um, there's oh gosh, I have a I've had a book forever about um, the development of Princess Mononoke, mm. and um, it has poetry in it. I've mentioned this like a long time ago on the Lean Into Art podcast, but it's um, so forgive me for repeating myself once every ten years, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. So the, but it, it has poetry in it, poetry in it that was about developing this, this essence of a character. And, and it's, it's like, uh, what a neat, um, uh, sort of sawdust component of, of a pr- creative effort. Yeah. And, uh, like doing that on purpose, I think is, is a fantastic idea. Well, what it, what it did provide me with, I mean, if I were to think about like takeaways, not that we do this practice to get a result, right? The result is incidental to the practice. Like, at least that's the way I approach it. I'm not doing this hoping to get something. I'm doing this to help hopefully discover something. Um, and what I, what I discovered was um, I found words that could be used to hint at things in the script of the story. I, can, I found language for characters to say that leads us to when a character faces a turning point in the story. And I, and I feel good about that. Do you have any juicy quote or anything, any tidbit you would want to share from, from that? You don't have to, okay. you know, go in there. 
uh, too deep. But well, it, it oh, this ties into like another observation about the practice itself is that Ooh. I wound up as I as I finished the last graph of the practice, it would often end on words that made me go like, "Ooh, that's an interesting word. Let's let's talk more about that word." Right? Uh, it it is sort of like I feel like this is something that I practice all the time when I'm doing microcasting. Is like you've undoubtedly heard me do this in Thunder Punch Daily. Is I'll say like. Um, oh, and then I just felt so exhausted. Exhausted? Is that what I really felt? You know, and I'll, I'll catch myself in the use of a word <laughs> and I'll have a quick mini interview with myself on mic, right? As I'm trying to figure out, like, did I find, did I think that through before I said it? Did it come from that mysterious place, that dark place inside of me and came bubbling forth and it's like revealing something to me that I really feel? Or was it me being lazy in my thinking and I need to like process that before I move on, right? That's basically what I'm doing in that moment. I feel like that practice prepared me for this practice where when the word showed up on the paper, and I was handwriting mine, by the way. Rob was using Tepora. I was uh, using my multi-pen and my, and I won't show the writing, but I have a, a Rodimus Prime notepad that a good friend <laughs> sent me years ago <laughs> that I used for, for practicing. Um, anyway, so yeah, there was one sentence, and this led to a couple more writing prompts. Um, and I said, why, why in the world would he sacrifice a lifetime of study, grinding, association, and speculation? And I was like, wait a second, wait, wait, wait. Mm -hmm. study, grinding, and association. That's all, you know, uh, reading other material, uh, collecting and researching other material, bringing associations between the materials. And then the word speculation showed up. And I'm like, speculation, that is guessing at something. Speculating is, um hypothesizing about something that's not the same thing and so and i that wasn't happening in my brain as i was writing i was letting the writing happen and then when i saw the word speculation which was the last word of that practice for that session the next one was like speculation why did that word occur to him and i kept that going right so it was <laughs> it, it did feel like panning for gold but with uh, with a really good hunch, like I saw glittering around that hill, and I'm gonna go pan for gold over there, and I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna find some things in there. So, what a cool repeatable exercise! Like that's a neat, like more like a, a particular specific form of of a free writing practice. That, um, I mean, that could show up in in other contexts. Like that's very reusable, and um, mm. I, I think. Yeah, worth noting where if you you do two minutes to two minute sessions that are so directly linkable where there's a final concept that begins the next link in the chain. Um, that's I mean, that that's a sequential narrative of, of some sort. Huh. And, I um and another yeah. aspect of this, just to conclude my thoughts on like my experience this time around is um, having the break between the practices gave my back of the brain the art mullet to call back that old image um you know analysis in the front creativity in the back mm -hmm. it allowed that part to process so when i saw the word speculation i'm like oh that's an interesting word put the pen down the timer went off i'll get back to this tomorrow and then i can come at it fresh again but i know that my starting block is the word speculation mm. that has an effect there is something about the stuff going on in and uh give, giving your brain a little bit of space and breathing time and and then coming back mm -hmm. uh wow that's interesting this is the i know it's the point is the practice but it's uh part of this 
well, when you're facilitating yourself through a creative and creative effort, something may come out of it. That is more than just the practice. And yeah, it really seems like you found that. Whereas I did not find that kind of thing. Um, in part, I asked you to, to share a tidbit to see, uh, cause one thing that, that, you know, I noticed one that stood out to me and, um, uh, let's see where I really, what I really got navel gazing in this as far as like, you know, I'm uncomfortable and why, you know, so I, here, here you go. Why do this? It feels terrible. What makes this so good to practice? Why practice feeling terrible? And then, uh, I say, I don't think it's feeling bad. That's the point. It's, and then I, 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 I change direction and, you know, dig into other observations. So this sounds very, your experience sounds very similar to my first encounter with free writing when I read Writing Down the Bones. Um, because mm. Right after, well, reading, I listened to the audiobook. I got a notebook right after that because I was so like motivated by Natalie's perspective on this and what it, what it promises you in making that a regular practice. And it was pages of me just sort of having a panic attack with myself, right? And, and really just staring into the mirror, just going, why are you so scared? Why are you so scared? Stop being scared, scaredy. You know, and that's like me going back, but I'm always scared. I'm always scared about this stuff. Why is this so scary? So it's like being this echo chamber of me mm. wondering why I'm so afraid. And so I knew going into this one that that's, I, I'm probably going to do the same thing if I do free writing just on like zero prompt. Let me start with the training wheels of utility towards making of a thing. Let me get inside mm -hmm. of another person's head for a little while, knowing that the inside of his head is going to have very similar furniture as my head because I'm the one doing the thinking. Um, so it's a safe way for me to do that sort of introspection, um, safer. And it sort of casts aside this whole idea of talking about myself because I'm in service to something else. It's, 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 it's totally a parlor trick I do on my own psyche. It has nothing to do with like, a, a, this is the way it works for everybody. This is definitely my own hangups. I have to do this to get past myself, right? Otherwise he's going to jump away going like, you're scared, right? You feel weird, right? <laughs> That's not good. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that has a certain kind of panning for gold also, sure. but it, it's, it has a, you know, it feels a lot, a lot different because all of a sudden you're, you're not going to want to stay in an uncomfortable state being so conscious of the discomfort inherently the other things will pop up and, and they, they can, you know, pull you out of that feedback loop. Um, but you know, yeah, that's, that is a, a broad brush you know, how it went for me with, uh, because I would, I, I would, I didn't do that, that direct linking and overall umbrella. And that's, um, yeah, I think next time I would for sure do that. Mm. Um, have it be about, you know, pick one, pick a particular, you know, thing to develop a character, a story, a place, you know, anything. And, uh, and then keep pulling on one thread and, you know, see, see what kind of things emerge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm reminded too of when I took my first watercolor class, and I was and I walked in with a lot of baggage, saying I'm not a real artist, I'm a cartoonist. Ooh, Jersey, oh, who hurt you, Jersey? Stop that. Uh, <laughs> and so, like when I was like, there was this moment of friction and tension where I'm like, this is scary, this is scary, and then there was a moment where I was able to like sort of like relax and say like, you're making a mess. This is part of <laughs> relax and enjoy being a student. 
enjoy not mm. knowing something. Not knowing something is awesome because it means you're going to learn something. What am I going to learn though? What am I going to learn? doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just relax and let it find you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. mm. So I feel like, yeah, if I were to engage with it, it, it th that battle would definitely happen in my head if I were to do free writing, like just without prompts and just writing what's in my head for sure. Anyway. Hmm. Well, good to know that, uh, <laughs> you know, it, we have that, you know, it's good to hear that that's, that, that is, uh, not a, you know, one, I don't know. It's good to hear when, when something isn't, uh, just you. Right. So appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about, uh, like a, a brief, you know, mention of, of things that help support the show. And, uh, then we choose our next practice. I think that's a good plan. So how about I'm going to hit the music again. There we go. So I'll tell you what, everybody, if you listen to this discussion, you're like, man, these two fellas, they get me. I feel seen when I'm, when I'm in their presence, I struggle with this stuff the same way. And I want to practice more often. Uh, but how can I help make this project more sustainable? How can I let them know that this was meaningful to me? A way you can do that is go to patreon.com slash lean into art. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, that is a wonderful way to send a signal to us that what we're doing matters to you. And then another great way you can support the show is by buying the things that we make. Because we make all sorts of things. And the thing that I make that I hope you will check out is Science Comic Rockets, which is the history and science of rockets as told by the animals who participated in rocket history. You can find it in bookstores everywhere. You can probably find it at your local library. Uh, you can find it at your school library. If you're going to school, sciencecomicsrockets.com uh, will take you to an eight-page preview. Rob? Well, the thing I make that I would like you to uh, to go check out is this workshop called Customizing Your Next Creative Challenge. Uh, creative challenges, whether you find them out in the wild or you have the urge to create one yourself, uh, they can really be like, you know, a lot of fun, a lot of challenging. It can be pretty up and down, kind of like we were talking about the, the topic of free writing. Well, what if you um, set it up so it got you what you needed? Like it got you the right learning and experience and even output and even thinking about like in what venue and place. So the customizing your next creative challenge helps you sort of unpack and explore what's fun for you and make this next creative challenge work for you. And you can actually use this, uh, get, you know, get your own copy of the workshop, go to robstenzinger.com slash store.html. You can sign up for it on Skillshare or you can go to Gumroad and you can actually uh, sign up for your own live performance like we recently did on the Lean Into Artcast. So robstenzinger.com slash store.html for customizing the next creative challenge. Yeah, and we actually did that episode of Lean Into Art. That was uh, episode, I should look up the episode real quick. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it was uh, recent. It was very recent at the time of this recording. Episode 347, Create a Fast Frequent Comics Challenge, which you can find at leanatorit.com. So. Mm. Uh, okay, so now we've processed, we did a little bit of reflection on what we just experienced in doing this week's practice. What are we thinking about doing next? I have a sort of like itch in my side about it, but I want to check in with you first and how you're feeling. What do you think would be a good one to do next? <laughs> uh, I had, it's, I was sort of going to the brainstorm list. So uh, I am, I'm flexible. I like the practice of practicing and I'm here for it. 
but I didn't have like a particular like inkling at this point, but you do. So what's on your mind? Yeah. And this isn't actually in our topics queue list. Um, This is coming up just reacting to what our our conversation just was. And we oscillate between a lot of different types of practice. So whether it's like, as we said in the intro, you know, physical wellness, self-care, but then also creative writing, design, drawing, all kinds of things. And when I brought up my experience in watercolor class, it got me thinking about like surrendering to beginner's mind and Mm. doing a practice that really makes me confront something that I have historically talked myself out of doing. Right. Mm. I have a, I have a rich vocabulary in reasons why I shouldn't do this. (laughs) You know, I I was talking about, I was live streaming uh, this week uh, and I was having this conversation about how, like when I was first starting out in comics, it's like, I said, I'm a penciler. I'm not an inker. I don't have to learn inks. That's for somebody else to do. I'm a pe- I focus on penciling after all. And then like it came to a project came up where I had a tight deadline and nobody could help me ink it. I'm like, I guess I'm inking now. You know, and then I found it. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But I like I spent all of this energy <laughs> putting up this gigantic, you know, Disney-esque castle that does that's not real to say like this is why you don't do it, you know. Um so I wonder if like the challenge could be pick an art tool that you historically have not have chosen not to use for things and just try to doodle something or, or, or image something. I, let's not even say doodle. Im, create an image with an art tool you've historically talked yourself out of for two minutes at a go. Um, Interest. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Are we creating a, uh, a sense of uh, access issues because it's kind of requires some people to possibly have to buy something? Um, it What's be- tough? I mean, so it's, it's a little bit of... Um a, uh, an exercise to mine, right? Because it's almost like reflect back on, uh, things you made experiences, learning what, whatnot that it's, you know, you encountered the, uh, like a tool that was a barrier and then somehow go back and re-encounter that tool, right? That's, um, it's, it sounds, you know, immensely nourishing, but also it um, there's, there might be a bit of a setup cost, and also like access cost to, to it. Um, That's my concern. So let's see. It's not that not that that you know can't happen. We, we you could, can always you reinterpret and re, reform you know aspects okay. of a challenge. To there you go. Give yeah, it a so shape. How would you interpret it? Because um, the, the 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 I would say the fundamental idea behind it is getting past some of your self talk about what. You, what tools you can use. Um. Hmm. 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 Very. Yeah. So it's, it sounds like then the, the experience of, well, unpack where, you know, which tool would you want to go, um, you know, go face, but then to, to pick it up and, and just make some use of it. Right. It's not, um, hmm. And it, this is, generally maybe pointing toward a um like a visual challenge right yeah yeah something about visual art something about yeah roadblock kind of tool and i would say digital or analog tool that doesn't matter to me but i would Mm -hmm. say and i would say again i was trying to be careful my language here not say doodle but to create an image with this tool right so Mm -hmm. maybe it's a situation where it's like you know photo editing um I really want to learn the Canva online design tool. 
um, I recently came across um, a, 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 a Photoshop that works in the browser. Have you heard about this? Um, uh, it's not Photoshop, there's, but... No, there's a, there's a few different tools. There was one... Uh, I actually had a note that I encountered. Photo it was piece. like, ask Jersey if it... No, that wasn't it. Oh. But, um, but yeah, cool. It's, it browser-based software is becoming more and more popular. So like as far as like really rich capabilities that you would expect out of software that you would have to install on a machine, right? So what this is a Photoshop thing in the browser. Yeah, it's <laughs> called Photo P, uh, P-H-O-T-O-P-E-A. And I mean, okay. it's, I started playing with it. It's bananas. It is absolutely bananas. Like it's, it's, it's like an early version of Photoshop. Huh. And it's all just in the browser. Um, so, or it could be like, is there a vector app? Like if you want to try to use like Inkscape or something like that, but you just never taken the time, like two minutes at a go, just to try to like create an image with it um, in a more so, of an intuitive way. Gotcha. So find a tool that has somehow been, been a blocker in the past, but it could be a tool or technique. Cause you know, you mentioned like, well, so if you always work in vector, but then are concerned with bitmaps, or if you always work in, you know, the, either way, right? Mm -hmm. Or um, I'm thinking for me, I was wondering about 3D, right? Because oh. I haven't, I haven't done a lot of 3D in, in a long time, and even then, I would never say I did a lot of 3D. So uh, that's that's sort of where I went, right? But we're sort of there's a kind of a, you know, it could be a very specific tool, or it could end up being more general where. It's like technique, type of art, what have you, but make something visual out of it. And that's, I really tried for a lot shorter, pithy summary, but I whiffed it big time. But I think, am I getting the gist of where you're going I think, with this? I think, that, how does that sound to you? I, yeah, so I like it. It sounds like something worth practicing. I just need to describe it briefly. <laughs> pick, pick a tool. Uh, uh, digital or analog that has been a uh, that you've talked yourself out of using or haven't made the time to use in the past. You check in with it two minutes at a go. Try to create some images with that tool in an intuitive way. Makes makes a lot of sense. I love it. Okay, let's, let's give it a try. It's still a long title, <laughs> but it but it's clear, and that's the beginning. Of being able to describe something, you create can... images with tools that block you. <laughs> okay, nice. Closer. Titled it. Titled. <laughs> okay. Well, is it is it time to well to make our commitment? We're going to check in with this thing a couple times <laughs> or more over the next two weeks, and then we will, re you know, reconvene here to talk about our mm -hmm. experiences, and people can share their experiences doing these uh, practices at the Lean Twart Discord, uh, leanintwart.com slash discord is how you can get in and you can go ahead and post in our uh what, what is that channel called it's uh <laughs> I'm, I'm totally i'm, I'm whipping so it now it's like challenges challenges quests. something something there we quests. go yes you can post your results there and then you can bring the discussion to the uh, the two minute practice podcast all right well thanks once again uh to everybody and it's time to hit the music rob yeah let's go for it all right so let's try and remember, two minutes is a findable amount of time. Play along with your chosen practice or hack it. Create your own. Figure out your own angle to this thing. And comment and share in the Lena Park Discord. And we'll be back with another 
two-minute practice in two weeks. Um, did I miss anything, Rob? No, that works. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. Be sure to like and subscribe when you see this on the video places. The video places. All right. Okay, bye.